think about the Messi thing? Anything else on the Messi front, Chris, before we move on? No, I'm done. I'm done. I'm falling out. I told you, I never want to bring this guy's name up again. I don't know, man. This Messi thing is just a freaking mess. What a disaster. I don't want to hear this name ever again until it's official. But they got me back. No question about it. I am ready to get hurt again. Chris, the Herons are back. And we got Messi. How are you doing, sir? Well, I'm better now. I guess I can open one of these, right? Fucking cheers to I feel that. like we can talk about Messi now. He was the name who shall not be Finally. spoken. He was Voldemort himself. We could not speak that name because it just it just gave us a cringe. And honestly, as much as I heard people say it's going to happen, it's going to happen, I had my doubts. But today was a beautiful day. We now have the greatest player of all time wearing La Rosa y Negra. And I, I'm just excited, man. It came to a point where I was like, I don't even know what I'm going to say. But you know what I was also thinking? I am an Inter-Miami fan from day one, and I am an Inter-Miami content consumer. I listen to every single podcast, YouTube video, all of it, all of it. From Inter-Miami podcast to Hair on Outlet to Miami Total Football Radio to all of them, all of them. And if I didn't mention one, I'm sorry, La Ventanita, all you guys. I love you all. I, I listen to you all. But then I was like, man, but it's almost Thursday. Half of them already dropped episodes. I'm dying to know what they have to say. Yeah. So I decided to reach out to them. And the majority of them were gracious enough to say that they would give us some time. So I am here to welcome on a panel of Inter-Miami content creators. So let's start here with, we got Franco from Miami Total Football Radio. We got Ian from the Hair on Outlet. And we got my man Jay from Enter Miami podcast. How are you guys doing? Good, brother. Well, oh, well. Let, let's start off. Let's start. Is off anybody doing Chris. bad? Yeah. <laughs> Horrible. Yeah, I mean, Absolutely <laughs> worst day of my life. <laughs> well, well. Let's no. start off with with Franco. Uh, you know, because only because you got him first. Uh, Franco, I'm pretty sure that it's been a crazy day for you, just like it's been with all of us. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I know that you've been making the rounds. So it, just briefly, how's it been for you? It's been a wild day, man. Wild day. Phone's been ringing off the hook so much so that I just went to T-Mobile to buy myself a new one because this one's not going to last much longer. So, oh, um, my goodness. yeah, I was doing that for the last uh, hour or so. But the phone's been ringing off the hook. People that aren't even into Inter-Miami. I've never been in an Inter-Miami game, but know what I do. I've like reached out to their personal friends. And they're like, is this true? Is this really happening? Like this news is uh, the biggest news of the day, not just in sports, just across the, the board and in all parts of the, the world, not just in South Florida, not just in the United States. It's massive news. Um, you know, they did it. They did it. Jorge Mas and Jose Mas delivered. Um, you know, people were doubting their ability to do so. Probably rightly so after a few years, but they, they've done it. They brought on uh, the GOAT, the biggest player, uh, that you could probably ask for. And and and, uh, and another. Go ahead, Danny. You you were saying. I was gonna say Jay's already at the stadium. I see. Where the pot and pans, Jay? <laughs> I live here, baby. I live here. <laughs> I, I, I He's got it. a sleeper in the behind in the back. <laughs> How are we feeling, but, uh, Jay? Yeah. Hell of a day. Uh, I'm right there. You know, with Franco, phone's been been buzzing nonstop. It's I've been fighting between like ten to two percent battery all day trying to charge it. And then forgetting that I need to charge it and getting blown up. But I mean, phenomenal day. And, you know, as you guys know, you know, these rumors really started like two years ago. And it's just been reiteration after reiteration after reiteration of the Messi saga. 
and then it started to feel like we were getting really close. Um, started picking back up a few months ago and then really started getting heavy. And I mean, I still can't believe it, honestly. It's a, it's an incredible move on behalf of, of the Moss brothers, of the organization as a whole, MLS, Apple, Adidas, everyone involved. Yeah. It's going to change the, the face of the league. It's hard to not be uh, excited right now. And, and I'm sure all of you guys are also experiencing the massive influx of uh, new fans we have coming out of everywhere. So it's going to be a really exciting two and a half years. And um, yeah, with the other additions that are rumored, I mean, how can you not just smile ear to ear? I'm going to wake up tomorrow and I'm going to ask myself, like, did that really happen? I'm going to check my phone to confirm it. And, and you're right about that. As far as like the fans that are going to be, you know, just blasting through, uh, I, I messaged our ticket rep just saying, hey, happy messy day. Things must be nuts. And uh, and Hunter replies back, it's insanity. Yeah. Um, so I literally I just mean, got a text like three minutes ago. Hey, man, can you give me season tickets? And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll, no, people I'll share a number. But like, I don't I don't do ticketing. I don't know what you think I do, but I don't do ticketing. <laughs> <laughs> Now, uh, of course, we got your guys' perspective, and we also have Ian Hess here from the from the Heron Outlet. And I know that you've been a busy person as well, as I've been seeing on Twitter. Um, it, how's it been for you today? I mean, have you had to go and stop by T-Mobile and grab a second phone as well? Because I feel like we all have to at this point. Yeah, I, I've been I've been lucky in that that regard. I actually I did drive by the stadium uh, earlier this afternoon just to see if people were out there. Uh, there was like one or two people, but uh, that wasn't the big celebration that I guess uh, we were expecting. Maybe maybe when uh, Miami Freedom Park comes around, we'll we'll get a little bit more of that. But yeah, mm-hmm. just today has been crazy. Um, interviews like around the world, languages that I'm uh, you know got to learn because I'm not I'm not sure if I yes. speak uh, you know any of these. But yeah, it's been a lot of fun, and and you know this is the new reality that we live in, guys. This is gonna be the next two plus years of our lives. I was supposed to be in Orlando next week when I thought, and I thought that the news might drop next week in Orlando. And I was, I was like, I have to take all my Inter Miami gear and some cussy, custom messy stuff, and I got to run around that Orlando stadium celebrating and get it all on video. That was my plan. I was like, that's what I'm gonna do to celebrate. And it ended up happening a lot quicker than expected because when I started hearing the rumblings, okay, it's gonna be a couple of days, maybe ten days, man. Over the last 48 hours, I felt like it was like a snap of a finger. Thank God I talked to Trav, and he gave me the heads up on the League's Cup because I got those tickets right on time, and Chris, unfortunately, did not. Now, I know you guys are all set. <laughs> I just I want to I mention a story before we move on here. Um, I, I was looking at the tickets yesterday, uh, literally on Ticketmaster, and I had the phone in front of me. Uh, as we introduce here for you guys an audio, Calypso, uh, from hey, La Ventanita. Let's with, go. Uh, the future is bright uh, in South Florida. Let's go. And, I need uh, to know, I does looking... Daniel own a t-shirt press or something? Where'd you get that fresh? Uh... Uh, you know what? Let, let me take just 30 seconds to plug see. myself a second. Batterfans.com was going to have, is going to start selling merchandise for not just Inter Miami, but all sports teams. Yeah. But it was supposed to be in two weeks, but I felt like, you know what? I got to get this rolling out now. With a soft open for Inter Miami. So in the next two days, batterfans.com is going to open up. I'm sure some of you guys have seen the Saved by the Campana shirts that I have and the Believe shirts and all that stuff I wear around the stadium. So all that stuff's going to be up ASAP because I know that this Inter Miami influx is about to be big. So that's my plug. Thank you for pointing that out, Jay. And uh, go ahead, Chris. Well, no, like I was saying, I'll just try to cut it short. All the seats that were blue automatically just turned into gray little by little. 
then the website crashes and then I reload it and it says automatically there's no tickets available. It's all sold out. And all of a sudden I go on StubHub and they're selling uh, tickets for an arm and a leg. So there you go. Messi's coming. And anybody that has season tickets is going to be able to retire in six months, basically. You see that? You see that? You see the, that scarf back there? There you go. Yeah. <laughs> no, like not, not anymore. See, I'm, I'm, well, whatever. Y'all saw it. I'm big chilling. How you guys doing? I'm Calypso from Love and Tito Podcast. But yeah, this is a huge day. Um, sorry, I was late. We were just finishing our show, so I had to sprint oh, all nice. over here. Oh, good. We did but, like um, I, show. I did have a, a quick question. I, I'll start off with Franco. Franco, this team, 5-11. and 11. Obviously, a number 10 wasn't the only thing missing, but I do think that with a 10, we would have been in much better shape. Everybody assumes with Pozuelo, this team would have won at least a few more games. So with a mess, you would assume the same. Joseph and Campana might be a little better with somebody giving him service. Do you think that Messi alone, I know that he's going to bring hopefully a Tam, Sud Busquets probably, and another DP, but just the addition of Messi as of right now, does that automatically boost us into probably an upper tier, like as far as uh, being a viable contender for a chip this year? Ooh, a contender? They're a playoff team. I don't know if they're a contender just yet. I mean, you got you to gotta add in okay. some more pieces um, around For there. sure, for sure. For sure. You know, you can't score. Messi should help in that regard. So, uh, yeah, I think they become a playoff team. They definitely – I mean, they're not that far off from the playoff picture, even though it feels like they've been at rock bottom for a couple weeks now. But um, it's within reach. Playoff team, yes. Contender, not yet. we got to see what other pieces they're going to bring in. You can expect what you just mentioned. There's going to be more changes coming. This, this team that's there today now, and I've heard this from people in and around the team today – uh, players are a little raising their eyebrows, like who's going to be around in a few weeks and who's not, because I mean, th- there's going to be changes to this roster. Absolutely. Well, and I, that was going to be a follow-up question. Cause I don't know if, if you've been around the team today, but I'm assuming, I mean, it's, it has to be some nervous in that locker room, maybe not for somebody like Campana, but you know, the midfield, the young kids, they they have no guarantee that they'll be sticking around once those changes are made because you know, Busquets is probably coming and, or somebody else of that elk. So do you have you heard anything about how the, the feeling in that locker room? I mean, I've heard that there's like some nervousness there. There's some, you know, yeah. unsure, unsure, uncertainty as to what's going to happen to certain players. Now, I think the young players you mentioned, I think they're safe, right? They're, they're low against okay. the cap. Um, you know, they're academy players. So Intermind is probably going to want to keep them. But the veteran players may or may not be around much longer. If I'm Gregory... I don't know if I'm going to be around much longer. If I'm Gene Mota, I don't know if I'm going to be around. Nick Marsman, you know, the, the, those other pieces Uyoa. may not fit. I mean, listen, I'll share this. I've been sitting on it for a little bit here. Um, I actually heard this while I was in Colombia, in Medellin. Intermind me won't let me uh, take a vacation without uh, having news. Um, he's on the way out. Uyoa is on the way out. Uh, he hasn't dressed for oh. a few games, as you've seen, but he's, he's on the way out. Intermind me is leading appearance maker. Um, it's been talks that he's, he's going to be out very soon. I'm sure he'll make it in telenovelas, so he's good. He's fine. <laughs> <laughs> he does look like a telenovela guy, so I could definitely For see sure. that. For sure. J- Jay, what are you thinking about this team now that we have Messi? I understand. I, like, and Look, it's common sense. We also need other pieces. But with Messi, do you think our offense takes a huge leap? Because, I mean, we still have Joseph that's looked not like Joseph. And we have Campana, who hasn't necessarily been the Campana that we thought that we would get this year. What are you thinking with the that Messi's going to bring to this team? I think we'll definitely be a lot more uh, potent 
in connecting uh, from the back line to the attack. That's obviously been the struggle, as everyone seems to point out once uh, once Pozuelo went out. Um, will the effect be immediately we win every game? I, I'm not sure, honestly. There still is a, a period where we'll, anyone needs to adjust to this league. It's not as easy as a lot of people uh, think. Who's going to be around him is key. Do, do we mimic – the, the recent you know World Cup Argentinian team surround him with all the young players who I agree with Franco will probably be here for a while just because their salary hit is so low. Um, but it's going to take some time. We're going to have to figure out, are we going to play him as a 10, second striker, put him on the wing? Um, we have seen this team struggle time and time again to get creative, to come through the middle. Otherwise, we're just going to cross it, hope for the best. But if he is on the team, we're, we're going to be – it's going to be a massive improvement. I mean, just the creative ability he has, the shiftiness he has to get passed through players and all the experience he brings. I can only imagine what the practices are going to be like. I mean, you're some of these kids who are, you know, sub 25 and they're going to be getting lessons from Messi day in and day out. So I think it's going to be a work in progress. I'm not expecting fireworks day one. I still think there's going to be an adjustment, but um He's not the final piece, right? We've seen the other rumors coming in potentially with, with Busquets and there's going to be some moves, I agree. So hopefully we can get some players that compliment him and really unlock the the attack because, I mean, it's been really painful to watch at times over the past three years. Ian, we are negative six in goal differential. With that, to you, like, to me, that says we're an offense away from winning more games. Do you think that our defense is still going to hold us back even though we have Messi? Uh, no, I mean, the defense has been okay. It hasn't been great. It's, it's been kind of average. Um, you don't think it's more due to, to like calendar stopping one-on-one opportunities? Yeah, I mean, right. right, but it helps to have the best goalkeeper in the league, of course. Yes. I, I think that, you know, you have five 1-0 losses, you have five 2-1 losses. That, that's basically the, the reason for the negative six goal differential. Um, I, I think that, you know, I, I hear you guys talking. If, if, if you don't think that Messi right off the bat is going to approve things, there isn't another player in the world that could be yeah. coming in right now that, that would make you believe. I mean, this is no – Say it again, Calypso? If, if he can't help us, then we're the... – Yeah, right, I mean, no, I at mean, this point, he can't help us. He's a 35-year-old attacking midfielder, but he is still coming off of tying or almost tying for the Golden Boot at the World Cup, winning a World Cup, um, and, and, you know, the best player perhaps of all time. Uh, th- this does transform the team right away. And of course, yes, there are other pieces that need to go. Brago's right that there, there's going to be an influx in, in players coming in and out, um, especially those that are towards the 18, 19, 20 realm of, of the salary in terms of where that works in the cap and how that's going to work against them. But um, yeah, I mean, I think that this right off the bat, I mean, yes, you can point to, oh, it took him a little bit of time to get adjusted to PSG. Of course, but that's a different level. He's at MLS right now. It, this should be a day one, at least a little bit of an improvement. Yeah, and I can I, I, I can definitely see that. No, Danny? Yeah, I, well, I was going to ask because you bring up an interesting question. Hypothetically, let's say he's here and the first five games, we go a draw, a win, and, two, and three losses. Are we wondering, like, is this going to be looked at as a mistake if we start doing poorly even with him on the team? Like, is there a chance that we look at this and we're like, oh, man, this sucks. Like, I, I mean, I know that the fans won't turn on him because it's messy. But as a fan base, you're like, you know what? Maybe this wasn't worth it. Calypso. I don't think so. Um, unless we like, 
unless he either literally breaks his leg the first game in. <laughs> oh, or... don't say that. <laughs> oh, That's it. Oh, I'm going to clip this because it's happening now. Thanks exactly. a lot, Calypso. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, unless that happens or like, I, I don't know. Something like... It has to be catastrophic. It has to be. There's, there's yeah. no way he can't improve the the last team in the the third la- worst team in the league right now. There's no way he can't improve it. Whether it be coaching the young guys or just balling out and scoring hat tricks on on um on Chicago Fire. Like either way, either in the locker room or on the field, he's gonna help us no matter what. And not to mention, and um, I like to always look at the business side of things. The revenue he's gonna bring to us, so we can afford other places to put around him. That alone is going to be invaluable. So he's still messy. He's still going to ball out. I don't expect him to like literally score six on everybody, like how some people do. Oh my God, he's going to be being around those six here and six there and doing all kinds no, of stuff. No, he has to create chances. That's, that's the most he's important. He's going to create thing, chances. Yeah. He's going to ball out. There's, there's going to be some crazy goals. He's going to have some goals, but I don't think, like, I'm not expecting the actual world. Um, like how Franco was mentioning, I expect this to be a playoff team. And then depending on when he gets there and what we have room, we can see maybe we can make a deep run. But I'm more, like I was just saying on our show, I'm more excited for next year than anything, to be honest. Next year, I think. And, oh, no, this, no. I want this year. Well, I want this year too, but I'm really waiting for it next year because I think next year, it'll. that's when all the pieces 100% fall together. Now, Calypso, one, one question I wanted to ask you directly, and because I've been seeing a lot of movement with – uh, especially Vice City on Twitter. Uh, I saw somebody put up a screenshot. I don't know if it was you, but somebody put yeah. up a screenshot that you guys sold out yeah. memberships. Like, that's yeah. cool. I mean, congrats <laughs> on that for sure. Yeah, we and- sold out our membership. We have to update the website and everything too. Um, I'm not part of leadership, so I don't know how that's going to work. Um, I will post anything and I'll ask who runs the social media because I don't run social media over there. Yeah. Of what's what that's gonna be, but yeah, um, whoever runs the website got a thing from like a notif- notification, like, hey, the a lot of the number that you set, like that shit's gone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. So the the north section is gonna be very interesting. Even the next home game that we have, and I don't have it off the top of my head right now. Even the next home July first, July first, that's gonna be an mm-hmm. interesting game. Even the next home game before he even gets here. Well, yeah, now that we're talking about home games, go ahead. Yes. Yeah. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. You. I was going to ask Franco, have you heard anything about the Hard Rock? Because I know July 21st is what everybody's saying could be the debut. But July 21st is rolling loud at the Hard Rock. And that's a pretty big three-day concert or whatever it is, festival. They're not moving that. So no, no. Messi debuting at Drive Pink Stadium, is this, that, that's it? Looks pretty close to happening. I mean, I guess Marlins uh, Stadium is another option there, but... Mm. It's going to be drive pink um, with the new parking issues that going to present some challenges. And I don't know how Andrew Miami's going to navigate those, but um, yeah, unless, you know, like it was a good point. I thought I was on the big O show earlier today talking about it. And, you know, some similar topic came up and he said, they definitely can't play at hard rock stadium long-term because the hurricanes play there on Saturday nights. On during- Saturdays. Uh-huh. So, I mean, that's, that's already a schedule conflict and they're not going to kick the hurricanes out, even though it's messy. I mean, what, what, what solution do you come up with there then? So, uh, unless hurricanes go to drive pink, I mean, but anyway, it's 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 going to be drive pink. I mean, that's that's what it looks like right now. Unless I don't know, unless some money talks with this deal, money talks. So yeah, well, enemies will become friends or best friends or brothers. So I mean, anything can happen. But I expected the first game would be at Hard Rock and then the rest would be at drive pink. But who knows at that point? 
Well, but the, the Rolling Loud, I thought the same yeah. thing until I, I heard about the Rolling Loud, and then I was like, yeah, I, don't, I don't know. Jay, yeah, how much are you selling your tickets for once that debut comes <laughs> <through>? <laughs> I I do not have tickets, so let's just hope this uh, credentialing oh. thing keeps working out, so we'll be all right. <laughs> <laughs> Fingers <Yeah>. crossed. <laughs> well, and and I feel and I feel really bad for for some of the people like I just put up a comment by Steve Munoz that don't have season tickets and. I mean, these tickets, they're going to be just astronomically high. It's going to be ridiculous. And you have people that legitimately want to go to the game to see the team, not to see Messi specifically, but to see the team. They're they're fans of the team. And now they, they get robbed of that because of all the spectacle with Messi. And so, yeah, I mean, like in your case, you, you don't have season tickets, but geez, you know, for people that don't have season tickets, that's a it's a big loss. It is. I mean, it, part of me regrets not buying more of, well, not, I didn't buy any, but not buying a ton of these leagues, cups game and, and yeah. uh, just reselling them. But then like, I'm not really that guy, not a hustler like that, but yeah, it's crazy. I mean, it, you see that and that's part of the messy effect, right? That That's part of the, the benefit yeah. to not only the MLS as a whole, but each individual team is, I've seen so many screenshots of different stadiums or uh, different team schedules. And, you know, you look at, the pricing options throughout the next two months. And it's, you know, $80, $90, $100, $80, $80. And remind me, $400. And it's just, it's wild. And a lot of people are going to benefit. I think there will be some heavy, uh, we're going to see probably the most kind of ticket peddlers, secondary selling going on that we've ever seen uh, across the league. But it's going to make a lot of people happy and it's going to break the hearts of a lot of little kids that just want to go out there and, and see Messi, but their parents don't want to drop, you know, almost a, a whole thousand bucks on just two tickets. I mean, look at, look at this. I, I just put up the, the, the comment by inner Miami's favorite uh, attorney here, Andres Castaneda, just cause he looks like an attorney in that picture, starting up to 500 up to 10,000. I mean, this is crazy, Danny, no. Well, I, I, look, my body just because they put it on sale for $10,000 doesn't mean it's going to stay at $10,000. Everybody, yeah. you, you got to just try it and see if somebody bites. And if they don't, that somebody price will go will down. So, so, I, I no, yeah. nobody's paying $10,000. I mean, it's it's Maybe Maybe Neymar is here. Yeah. Yeah. They got they got that, well, that yacht and that helicopter money, man. I don't think I don't think five racks is too much. They'll splash that. <laughs> Franco, now now that you bring him up, I know he's in Miami. Have there any been any big talks about maybe a bigger name joining Messi? Because when I heard Neymar's in Miami, I know he's friends with Jimmy Butler and he's here for the Heat game. But is there any chance that a Luis Suarez or a Neymar are maybe heading on the way over here? Yeah, Sky, Sky Sports asked me a, a similar type of question in terms of the impact of, of what this means. And uh, I don't think so. I think Messi's the guy. I mean, maybe you can see a Suarez. Maybe. But then what does that mean for Campana and, and uh, Joseph Martin? I mean, I don't think Joseph's going to stick here after this year anyway. But um, I don't know. I don't. I think Messi's going to be his, it's just Messi and, and friends. It's not going to be Messi and so-and-so and friends. So uh, Messi's a star attraction, the global super, superstar. MLS has done everything they can to bring him over. So kudos to, to MLS for doing so. Um, and I think that that's, that's where the chips will be for now. That's where the main focus will be it'll be Messi and uh, whoever's surrounded him in the team. I mean, Busquets will be here. There's talk about Jordi Alba and Di, Di Maria. I mean, listen, there is something that's up in there for, for a question to discuss is when Beckham arrived, the DP rule was introduced, right? It was initially the Beckham rule and then it was designated player rule. Does Messi's arrival now signal 
another change in roster rules or roster mechanisms. Fourth will DP. Be, I've been waiting for a fourth be DP. More, will there be more DPs of AO? I say four DP. Will the, will, the, will the salary cap or salary budget increase overall as a result of it? I mean, something's going to change. This is not just Messi's arriving and everything stays exactly as is. There's definitely going to be massive changes to the league and the structure. I'm, I'm convinced of that. So just a matter of how that changes and what that allows in Miami and other teams to do. I would like to right, add on to that, that, though. There right. was an interview where David Beckham was interviewing Neymar. And Neymar said he's going to come play for Inter Miami. And they shook hands, albeit jokingly. But I want to put it, I want to put it, you know, in, into the, the impossible bucket. You know, I don't what? think it'll happen maybe, for a couple of years if it does. Maybe it'll be a bridge, right? It'll be Messi's last season. It'll be Neymar's first half season, right? From mm. like uh, August to the end of the season. I, I like the way you think, Jay. I, I like that. Now, Franco, I know you have to go, and I appreciate you taking the time, but I did want to leave you with this one last question before you head out. I've been saying Phil Neville signed the one-year contract right after Tata left Mexico. I felt like Tata was going to come. What do you think about Tata coming to join Inter Miami? I think it's a really good chance. I think it's a really good chance of that happening. It makes sense. Um, he's a big name, someone that commands respect. I mean, listen, you bring in uh, an MLS coach or a coach that – doesn't have that much uh, credentials, you know, on a, on a bigger scale, respectively speaking. And is Messi really going to buy into that? I mean, you need someone who's going to command respect. Yes, you need to surround that person if they don't have MLS experience with MLS experience because MLS is a different beast. You know, you touched on um, Messi arriving and the impact he should make immediately because of his sheer talent. Listen, I've covered Terry Henry up close. I've covered Davi Villa, Frank Lampard, Tim Cahill. And most of the guys initially struggle when they come from Europe because it's a different beast. The the tempo of the league, the style, the, the travel. Everything is so different. So, you know, I expect Messi to come in and make a difference because of his talent alone. But there are real challenges there that players face um, that could limit that. You know, like maybe this season they make the playoffs and they and they crash out. Um, early, or they, they get eliminated early. I mean, it'd be great if they made a, a deep run for Inter Miami's sake, but I think next year is the year where they can have more time, another window to, to build more pieces and have a stronger team. I think this year will be the just the initial chapter um, to Messi's arrival, but we'll, we'll see. We'll see how it works out. Well, Franco, again, thank you for joining us, and just let the people know where they can find you if, since we probably have new Inter Miami people watching. Yeah, I've got a lot of new followers there on Twitter from all. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think all of us have. All of us have. Saudi characters. I don't even know what letters they are, but um, yeah, at, at Franco Pizzo or at Miami Total Football Radio, um, the podcast. Yeah, so uh, looking forward to it. It should be an adve- adventurous time, a fun time. Um, it'll be a ride regardless of what happens. It's going to be a lot of attention um, and a lot of new podcasters, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. yeah, for sure. So appreciate you and thank you for taking the time, Franco. Later, guys. Yeah, thank you, thank you, Franco. Thank you, bro. All right. Well, so one one question, one question I have, uh, and I want to bring Ian on this because you know he was speaking about as far as you know the the play and stuff. A lot of people are talking about Busquets, and when I was thinking about Busquets in this deal, I just didn't I didn't know how I felt about Busquets being involved in this deal because he's an older player, right? I mean. You know, Messi's an older player, but Messi's Messi. And Busquets is kind of like that extra side that you get on the main dish that you really don't want. So uh, how do you feel about the deal being packaged with Busquets as well? I mean, do you think it's going to, like, you know, I guess bring more better play or whatnot? Well, I mean, let's just call a spade a spade. When was the last time you saw Busquets be a transitional defender? And MLS is all about transition defense, right? So I don't know if – 
stylistically, it necessarily makes most sense. Um, people that I've talked to both within the team and scouts outside of the team have, have questioned that, uh, especially today, about whether that makes total sense in terms of the fit of the team. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it almost looks like this is a done deal as well. Like we were talking about Messi for as long as it was. Um, it's a position of need that that is much more so than a Jordi Alba or Angel de Maria would be. Uh, so I, I think that, that you know, it, it, whether or not we think stylistically it'll benefit Inter-Miami, this yeah. seems more done than not. So yeah. I, I would just expect it to fit in right away. And how he plays with David Ruiz or Dixon Arroyo, that, that's a different question. Well, and apparently, according to the bled here that's commenting that I am com- being completely disrespectful, mm-hmm. uh, Jay, uh, Jay, do you think that I'm being disrespectful in saying that Busquets is not messy? I mean, that's pretty clear there. There's, there's right. a re- I'm sorry, Jay. There's it, a reason why he'd be coming on a TAM deal instead of a DP deal. I'm just putting that out I mean, there. come on. Exactly. And the people that are saying this are probably you know, fans of Inter-Miami as of today. They weren't here for <laughs> the Blaze Matuidi saga or the Welcome Gonzalo the saga being benched. <laughs> we have a disdain for um, older European players, really, mm-hmm. uh, outside of, obviously, the, the GOATs like uh, you know Miami. This was always... I view this as always a package deal, right? Like if there's a, if there was a world where we could just get messy, that would be ideal. But it seemed like every step along the way, if you want messy, you got to take the biscuits with it. And yeah. while, you know, he is older um, to be fair, I still think he can perform at a, at a fairly high level. Um, you know, I don't watch a ton of La Liga. I'm, I'm an EPL guy. Um, I'm not really sure on his speed anymore, but if, if we have to take Busquets to get messy, that's fine. We'll take it. It's a TAM deal. It's not going to absolutely kill us. There's still moves we can make around that. Um, uh, it, it seems to be a, a really debated topic. Some people yeah. like Busquets quite a bit. Uh, I'd say more people don't want him here just because they're still scarred from the Matuidi saga. But, um, you know, the defense and the, the, the midfield certainly could use a little assistance. And I think you get guys like that, Busquets and Messi, played together. I think outside of the ability they bring, there's going to be a lot of that, you know, coaching the team in the locker room and trying to get everyone yeah. cohesive. Cause you know, you bring in like a, you know, say who, say you bring in someone from the MLS comes in and wants to try and instruct people, you know, the team's like, Hey, who are you? You're a new guy. Like we don't have to listen to you. You learn our way. But like Messi comes in, everyone's like, yes, dad, what, what's that? What's that? Yes. And uh, well, I think it's just a different beast. I got to run upstairs and grab a charger. My computer's about to die. Excuse me one second. Go for it. Go yeah, for no, it. Not to mention, Kameshi's art. Remember, Kameshi's That's a long walk up the stadium. Yes. Stairs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's good. That's, you got to go to the press box. That, that's got to be at least at least 20 rows. Keep in mind, I, I help put up banners before games, so I have to make that steep-ass climb up to the top of the bleachers every game, and it sucks. Can, that, can I just, since we're talking about the stadium, can I just correct something from earlier? Um, the the, yes, the team, the club has a contract with the city of Fort Lauderdale. So they they are locked in on a contract to play at Drive Pink Stadium on that lot. Really? If they, no if they want to go to full-on war with the city of Fort Lauderdale, like, I mean, the, those county commissioners have, or city commissioners have already said, like, they're willing to do it. So... I, before anybody right gets excited about possibly playing at Hard Rock or Marlins Park or I don't know, I think someone said FAU too. Like 
that this would yeah. really be a gigantic breach of contract that that I don't think that the team has any desire to deal with, especially building the brand new practice facility like they have. Do you think that there's a possibility that the 60,000 extra tickets that you would get out of the hard rock could pay for those fines that you would get for that breach of contract? I, I don't because, know I mean, why would the team would have a thousand. I just don't know why the team would have a desire to do that. If you're getting premium like ticket sales right now, you'd, you'd have to offset that cost with, you know, lowering ticket sales for a 60,000 seat stadium that would make it more affordable for fans. That's wonderful for fans. Yeah. But from a team and a financial standpoint, that doesn't necessarily make a lot of sense to me when they would have to then deal with all of the, the problems that the city would probably bring them. I, I, I know that fans are eager. That's an easy, simple solution. It's much more difficult when you look at the contracts that the city has with Drive Pink Stadium with the lot. And then we can get into parking and all that nonsense. But but just not to get too in the weeds, I, I would be surprised if they figure out a way out of this. Well, I, I actually agree with that. that. I, I prefer it in Drive Pink. Go ahead, Jay. I, I, I agree with you. I prefer it in Drive Pink because I, I live pretty close. But it, it's like that new hot club or restaurant that opens up, right? And it's only got a limited amount of seating. You know, the, <laughs> yes. the, it, you go to, the, you go to the, the, that club. It might not even be that great inside, but that bouncer is going to keep that line super long so it gets the appearance like this is exclusive stuff right here. That's and true. people are going to keep wanting to, to see if they can get tickets. And it's going to be, I think, more special to have in that intimate stadium. But I also agree, like, we do have to respect you know, reasonable prices for the community, uh, you know, as a whole. So I would love it to stay there. I'm so close to it, but you know, I, I'm already preparing myself for when freedom parks developed to, to make that trip down there and everything, but yeah, there's a little marketing in it as well. Well, it definitely going to be more expensive to be out and drive pink because obviously less seats, like you said, a lot more exclusive, uh, getting to on the pitch Calypso. What are you thinking as far as the first time we see Messi on the field? Obviously, we don't know who's going to be out there, but do you think we're going to play with two strikers up top? Do you, do you think that that's the way that he Messi would most benefit? Because I know Jay said that maybe they play Messi as a second striker. Like, If you had to take a guess, what do you think that this offense is going to look like? How would they be lined up up front or up top? It's hard to say now because, remember, we technically don't have a coach right now. So who knows? <laughs> we we really don't. We have we have an inner room coach. The disrespect. It's not a real coach. Like let's 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 be real. We don't have a coach right now. We have an, a a guy that's who was who's great. I and I spoke about this last time with Bernie. He's a great coach, and I think he's gonna do well in the interim, especially because he knows he played with a lot of the. Uh, he's like, so, 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 so fucker. <laughs> You're right. Uh, especially because he he um he he's gonna be good. I hope he stays. No, put it up again, Chris. He he knows a lot of those those young guys. He played with. He, remember, he used to run our academy. So he, he's, he's only he, holding this up because Franco left, bro. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was waiting for Franco. I was hope. I was actually. I was actually hoping to run into Franco to show him the shirt. Listen, <laughs> if it that wasn't was, for Franco, that moment would have never happened. So but, yeah. Um, to get back to the uh, to the actual question, um, he might try that first, um, especially because. If, if it's going to be Tata, he knows how Martinez is going to play. I don't know how well he's going to play with... But my, only, my only question mark is Campana right now. Because he seems very hot and cold. So I don't know how that's going to um, factor in. But we'll, I, it's hard for me to say specifically what he's going to do without knowing who the permanent coach is going to be. But I think probably he might start with one. And then depending on how Messi feels and how he fits in, then he might go to two. Or maybe just Messi just takes over and like does everything himself. Who knows? 
Ian, how are you feeling about Joseph so far this season? And and a follow up after you get tell me how you feel about him so far this season. Do you think that there's an opportunity, a chance that he actually goes back to classic Joseph once Messi's there to serve him the ball, or even with Tata managing? I mean, well, let, let me answer the second one first. Do do we okay. do we ever expect him to be able to? I mean, coming off the ACL, coming off what he was, Atlanta playing most of his salary. I think everybody sort of understood you weren't getting MVP Joseph. Um, and, and that's what you've gotten right now. I, I think that the, the thing that I've constantly been saying, you know, if you follow me game in, game out, is that the lack of touches the, is alarming. He has not been involved. And Joseph is an off-ball player. So I don't expect him to have 60, 70 touches a game. But he's in the 20s most of the time right now. And, and so he just simply is not involved in the offense on this team. And – you know, as long as that's the case, you're going to get the output that you currently have. I think for a guy like Messi to come in, do we think Joseph is similar to an Iguain or is Campana similar to an Iguain? I would I would argue the latter. And so I think a Messi coming in, if we're doing the whole Pozuelo Iguain sort of comparison like for like, which I think is a little rudimentary, but but if we're it's easy to say if we're doing that like for like, I'd say that this benefits Campana more than it benefits Joseph. Yeah. Sounds, I can definitely that's, that's see that. Point. It, it feels weird to me how Joseph is playing. It feels like he's like scared of the ball sometimes because he's either just dummy it or let it pass through his legs or like immediately pass it back. So like the the way I'm, I'm not compounding not the way that Joseph has been playing has been like very odd to me. He doesn't seem like uh, and he, like you said he plays off the ball, but it just seems like he's literally just scared of the fucking ball. Like it's wild. I agree. I there's a lot of interplay between Campana and Joseph, and like it looks beautiful, but it just seems like there's just that one pass too much. It's just that, that, that's the problem. They're always trying to do that extra pass, but sometimes. Yeah. And look at the goal that Ian uh, that that um, Ian Frey scored. Just take a fucking shot. Yeah, you don't yeah. have yeah. to pass it 15 times in the six. Yeah, this sometimes you just have to just take a shot and just. I miss Moda. Sometimes it'll go in. I miss Moda. Yeah, just saying. Mota. Jay, you miss Moda because you would catch the ball 10 throws <laughs> into the stands. That's why you miss if Moda. I'm, if I'm even it's able to do that at, at, that, at that point. I just got a uh, an alert from ESPN, by the way. Uh, Messi's move to Inter-Miami sees ticket prices skyrocket over 1,000. Percent. That's what I've been percent. Well, and that's another thing, guys. Like Charlotte has already announced that they were. They said that they were planning on doing it anyway. I mean, it is on decision day. But they're opening up the the upper bowl. bowl. Atlanta will open up the upper bowl. The only other football stadium that Inter Miami will play in for the rest of the season, when his expected arrival will be, is in Chicago at Soldier Field. We expect them to open up the upper bowl as well. So, um, yeah, I I mean, the the teams that have that opportunity are going to take advantage of it. Well, it really sticks because I wanted to go watch Orlando because I love to make that road trip to Orlando and yeah, watch the game up there. I don't think that's going to be an option for me anymore because I'm not spending three, four hundred dollars to go watch the game when I have season tickets down here. So uh, it it does suck. Um, but I mean, did I you see it. their I tweet? That was kind of lame. Did you see the tweet? Yeah, it was. It was. They saw Orlando. Yeah, yeah no, it was like, pretty they, soft. They, they put a clip of him of like the last game with someone scoring a goal, and they're like, "Florida will forever be pink." Like, guys, come on. Or purple, yeah. Or purple, or purple whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Florida will forever be probably like guys. Like, you know, you partly helped pay for this, right? Like, yeah. come on. Well, I think that's I'm, my I'm favorite part. I've been curious if, like, the bright line, how long they're gonna run that 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 circuit, or at least allow uh, inner Miami fans on? Because I mean, we've all been we've all been to the to the stadium, to the tailgates, to to the after parties. I don't know how you're gonna have all these rowdy, rowdy, rowdy SGs on 
one train that serves all the alcohol you want. I feel like that will last about one trip up. And they're like, no, we're not doing that anymore. <laughs> we're going to tip over. <laughs> we're going to tip that shit over. I'm jealous of y'all. You guys have different game day environments than I do. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Come on out. Come on out. Enjoy the dark side, Ian. I'm, I'm yeah. over there eating shorty pumpkins. He's over there working. <laughs> Ian, Ian's, the, Ian's the most professional one of us all, all right? The rest yeah. of us are. Yes. Oh, hands down, hands down. I, I feel bad for me. I, I got to say this. I feel awful for Michelle Kaufman. I, I she is the sweetest, <laughs> nicest lady in the world. She has had this vacation planned forever. Uh, she is enjoying She's Paris vacation with her right, now. right now, mm-hmm. and oh. the timing could not have been worse. No, well, and I was like I want, sharing pictures like in front of the Eiffel Tower, and I was like, dang, that's that's, well, that's, that's I, hard. And I'll, and I'll touch up on that now that you're talking about vacations. We actually tried to reach out. For those of you that that wanted to see some football Miami TV, we tried to reach out over to uh, to Peter Brown, Peter Brown to, yeah, to bring him yeah. on downtown Peter Brown, and he's on vacation on the cruise, yeah. So oh he's got to be pulling his hair out, yeah, so. yeah. He, he he actually he must have Wi-Fi, so he he wrote back to me like an hour later. He's like, I would love to, but I'm in the middle of the ocean. I was like, all right, and then. I, and Uncle Ed is moving right now. I think he's in the process of moving. So, uh, yeah, that, that was rough. Yeah, we wanted to have them on also. But, uh, hey, the timing was was off. I thought the timing was going to be off for me, honestly, next week. But I was ready to celebrate you, in Orlando You go on vacation somehow. next week. Yeah, but I wanted to, I want. I was happy about being in Orlando to celebrate. I mean, one better time to throw out the messy pink shirts. Do it, do it anyways. Do it anyways. Fuck them. Oh, no, for sure. Yeah, for sure. No, yeah, I plan it out a little better. We talked about that. Yeah, I know. I got to plan it out a little better now. But yeah, all right. So, Open Cup tonight. So if we win semifinals and Messi will be part of that, I, I was talking about it on um, on Austin, a part of the Heron Outlet, Ian's uh, Ian's pod. He had a, a spaces on, and I was talking about it earlier. There's a real possibility that Messi debuts July 21st. That first month is League's Cup. He has an opportunity to win a trophy there, the real, real first real trophy for Inter Miami, and then let's say three, four weeks later, possibly bring an Open Cup title. There's a real possibility. We've been around for four seasons. No trophies. I don't count that one from last year, that pre- preseason one. No trophies. I, I Look, hey, Jay, I, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to offend you. Uh, I'll put it up for you just a second. Right here. How dare there you me. offend the Coastal I, I Carolina Championships? Even Gonzalo's like, bro. I'm, go- I'm going to put it on a shirt, photo. Calypso. I'm going to put it on a shirt. I'm going to send it to you, okay? I wanted to post so, it when we played um, Charleston Battery last time, but I couldn't find it. Oh, uh, you, sh- you should have reached out. <laughs> no, Danny, so, had to dig, Danny had uh, to dig into the archives to find that picture. And, and I, have, and I have it right here now, ready to go, because that's my favorite picture. So... Four seasons, no trophies. There's a real possibility that in under two months, Messi would lead us to two, our first two franchise trophies. Is the t- does the timing get any better than that? Because, you know, those, those pictures that they put up of Messi and then that ton of trophies he has, two months in, add another two trophies. The timing can't get any better than that. The trouble so is on. We still got a chance, for sure. Not even the double. <laughs> we got a chance. It's a long, long shot chance, but yeah, there's, there's a chance. Ian, Ian, do you think that the team is focused enough to not get upset tonight against Alabama or Birmingham, no. Alabama, or what? Would you be? Would you be? No, no, that's my that's yeah, my worry. At this point, I, I don't think they're going to be focused tonight. 
And Birmingham's good. I mean, like, yeah. like Are they? I, I, I did a no bunch idea. of stuff. You can check out the all the stuff that we did with Birmingham on, on the Heron Outlet. But you yes, know, Juan Aguadelo is starting up top for for them tonight. So he scored you, in, the la- in one of the last. Yeah, it, I mean, their captain played with Javi Morales at Real Salt Lake. They, they're the Tommy Sohn, who's their head coach, comes from the Bob Bradley, Peter Novak tree. Like this team's ready to go. So yeah, I mean, I know that we are like fifteen away, fifteen minutes away from kickoff, but. Yeah, this is gonna be this is gonna be a dogfight. I mean, this team struggled to get past Miami FC. <laughs> this team has struggled pretty much in every game in the Open Cup, and and Messi's not playing tonight. So this is gonna be a dogfight <laughs> that they're gonna have right now. And you know, I, I'm scared for the post game press conference because you know they they've already sent out that link to all the media. But oh, no, I, I mean, I don't know what's gonna happen in that right now. Right? Like, what, are we gonna even be able to talk about the post game, like what happened tonight? Or is it strictly gonna be messy story time? I really don't yeah. know. Now I have a question That's for you since you're, you're in those rooms and in those, in those uh, meetings or whatnot. When you, when, you know, the press goes into other franchises, whether it be an NFL or NBA team, they'll tell you straight out, no questions about this. We're not talking about this. Does Inter Miami ever do that to you guys? Not real. I mean, I could. I, they haven't done it really to an like an extent that you've seen with other major professional franchises. I could see right. them doing it tonight. Good luck. Yeah, I think <laughs> if they if they if they do, that's the beginning of the messy era, right? Because that's when yeah, things are I don't I like, don't oh, even think that the they same. have a chance. Even if they say that, just with the amount of people that are. I mean, we we saw Miami reporters of local television stations earlier today saying, "Oh, I'm trying to find where my." Inter Miami credential. I saw that. Right? Yeah. So, I, like, well, I, mean, I saw that. Good luck trying to trying to combine them to to just like make sure that they only talk about the quarterfinals of the 2023 U.S. Open Cup against Birmingham Legion. I don't think <laughs> that that's going to happen tonight. So let, let's see. I could be wrong. Uh, I I want to get Jay's take on this, but I, I'm going to answer it first. Steve said, "Don't get ahead of yourself, Danny. We're still a bum ass team. Messi needs more quality around him." Now, from the back to the front, That's we have what I think bro. is the best. What I think is the best goalie in the league. Steve. We have two solid fullbacks, Yedlin and Negri. We have two solid center backs in Miller and Kristoff. So I feel like back five, we're good. Up top, I think Campana can still be above average. I think Joseph can still be above average. And behind them, Messi serving them, the Rock. I think that that's good. Also, the question mark, I guess, would be. The two midfielders. Jay, yes, that's going to be my question. Jay, knowing the roster we have around them right now, not counting what we're going to get, are we a bum ass team? Tonight? I know. In general. I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't see any improvement, right? I mean, we don't, we don't have a real coach. I mean, I, I don't. I want to be positive here, but I, you know, I don't know. I maybe, maybe some clicks, maybe it's just the, the midway mark of the, of the season that, you know, Yosef and Campana get it on the same page, but there's nothing I can say with, with absolute confidence or certainty that, uh, that we're not going to go out there and, and drop the ball tonight. Um, but you don't think if Pozuelo would have been on this team that we would be in a better place? And that's just saying Pozuelo, right? We're not talking about uh, you. hundred percent. A hundred percent I do. Look, so yes, there's been some ugly games, kind of more recent, but there, there's been a lot of games that that were close. And I think we had that that not only creator, but someone who could kind of control the midfield both ways, maybe like a Pozuelo. 
I, I agree with you. I think we could probably have, I don't know, three more wins on this season, right? We don't like to draw here. It's, it's, we're right. just going to go the whole yeah, season. We don't kiss drawing. sisters here. Yeah. Um, yeah, but that's been the one glaring, obvious issue with this team is no one has been able to step into that, that Pozuela role. And we all thought Stefanelli, I think everyone pregame or preseason rather, I don't, I don't know about, you know, you Ian, um, but I think most people thought Stefanelli was supposed to be the replacement and man, that's been, um, a letdown to put it nicely. That didn't work out. Yeah, for sure. Well, I I think Coco is, but yeah, I mean, that's a longer conversation. Uh, I mean, listen. I, I love you all. I, I You guys are great. I think all the fans – Steve is great. Uh, you know, I, I mean, Calypso, I love talking with you online and everything. But, guys, you signed Lionel today. Like, what the hell are we talking about? Like, <laughs> leave it leave it to disenfranchised Inter-Miami fan to be like, oh, we're still a bum-ass team. Like, what are you guys talking about? You just That's signed Lionel Messi today. <laughs> Like, but he's not here yet. He's not just <laughs> like, that guy, like, oh, we signed but, a good player. No, we signed like the the greatest of all time to ever play the sport ever. But he's so not going to join me, for six weeks. So we're still ask me. Between the, ask me July twenty first. Ask me the same question July twenty first. I'll give you a different answer. Because, yeah. But the thing is, look, if everybody and I think now I'm not going to speak for everybody, but the majority of people say if Pozuelo was here. This team would look a lot better with the bum ass roster. And we're not saying Pozuelo. We're saying Lionel Messi, the greatest of all time. You can't tell me that this is still a bum ass team once we add him, Steve. I, I think we would be, we would have more wins on the season, less losses, maybe even a draw if Gregory maybe. wasn't out for the season, if yes. Mota wasn't That was a big loss as well. I mean, let's be honest, a lot of people can criticize Phil Neville for maybe not being very tactical. He was good at building a culture, and he certainly didn't get a good hand dealt to him when he came over to to take this team with a roster he didn't build. And then at the very start of the season, after winning two games, you know, you go up to, to NYCFC and, and Gregory's uh, knocked out the ultimate revenge of Matty Pellegrini. Um, so th- there's been some hardships. The team is is doing their best to hold it together. I, there were some signs of life and improvement in this past game, but you know we, we're gonna, still going to need some reinforcements coming in this next transfer window. And uh, I'm optimistic for tonight, but it wouldn't surprise me if uh, the unspeakable that we you know don't want to don't want to talk about happened. And and I agree. I think that Messi takes us from uh from where we are to a playoff team. And I think yeah, we need sure. a couple mm. other pieces to become legit contenders. I get it. No, Ian. I, I, you don't think we can slide no? in? You don't think we can slide into that? What? Nine, Danny, we're not a playoff team with Messi. Danny. Danny. Yes. You talk yeah. about Pozuelo more than anybody I know. And well, because he was the missing piece. Team a six seed last year. You think that yes. Pozuelo but, but with, is comfortable Gregory. to Lionel but, freaking Messi? No, I don't. No, no, no. I'm saying that Messi is another so if world. Be- if, if you think that Pozuelo could make us a playoff team, then Messi should make us a contender is what I say. Whatever so you why, think is Pozuelo like, could- why are we playing in the 8-9 game, according to you? I well, don't understand. Oh, well, I think with Danny, I- I'm, tr- I'm trying to, to bridge the people that say that we're a bum-ass team to you and I that say Messi can get us to be a contender. So I'm trying to, to, to bridge that gap. So if they say that we're bum ass team, even with Messi, and we're saying we're contenders, okay, fine. So let's say sixth, seventh, and then we add some more pieces, and then I think everybody should agree we can be contenders. Look, and yes, I do talk about Pozuelo a lot because I do think that that was a, a big missing piece. I think that the reason that they signed Joseph 
to pair up with Campana was because we thought we had a 10 to play them the ball because we thought that Pizarro wouldn't be back. But but if we did not sign Leo, then we would be talking about how poor of a decision this was from Henderson and the front office and the team, right? Because we didn't oh, yeah, really have a sure. plan in oh. place. But the fact that we did get Messi, I mean, kudos. I mean, they, you know, that was a that was a hard hand to play, and they executed it. So at the end of the day, they were they were right. I don't, you know, we've been trying to be as positive and supportive and covering this team since. Uh, before their first game was ever kicked. I don't ever want to say they're a bum-ass team. I'd say we're a team of unfortunate circumstances over uh, the, <laughs> very, the past few years. Very you know, deep. not everyone comes in and understands the intricate MLS rule book on, you know, DP tag, <laughs> salary cap. It doesn't say explicitly you can't buy someone a house, you know. So <laughs> that is true. It doesn't explicitly say that. That is a factual statement. All right, Paul. We, we, uh, we went out a, a, a tough one, man. According to my lawyer right here. <laughs> Calypso, I, I got What's a question up, for you. I got in the comments, Alejandro. Tickets mm. in my section are going for 5K. What do I do? What are we doing, do? Calypso? You, are are we cashing you... out or are we going for history? What you do is you get a time machine and you go back to next last year and buy season tickets like I did. Yes. That's what you do. <laughs> yeah. So remember earlier when remember earlier when Jay said that he wasn't that guy, and now Calypso just said that he totally is that guy. I'm 100 that guy. <laughs> I don't judge to each their own. To each their own. I don't have the I stomach for it because I got a I got a ride with like 3k worth of tickets, and I don't know if they're gonna get sold. I, I'm not made well, like look, that. I do. I regret so yesterday. My tickets are for me. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, I bought two Leagues Cups tickets for myself because I was like, I'm scared I'm not going to be able to attend the game. Now I kind of wish I would have bought an extra two or three because if I would have known that this was a for sure thing, I would have gotten an extra oh, two or three I so I could have to get my sell them. Tickets. I haven't gotten those yet. Oh, well, good luck because they all well, disappeared on me yesterday at 6.27 p.m. Hopefully Vice City might have a deal for me, hopefully. I'll see. I got I to gotta oh, talk to okay. the about that. So, How much do you guys think I can sell my season ticket holder scar for? that's <laughs> 20 percent well, discount yeah that's a great question do you dogs. think i can sell my season ticket card that says my triple digit number because some people might want to claim that they've been here since day one they want they want people yeah they, well, some people want to claim you, day one maybe i can get some money for that if you thought that was going to work you just admitted that you're going to try it on a podcast so i doubt it's going to work now yeah, you, you screwed yourself, Danny. You I just publicized your own downfall. Wow. Some people want to claim day one. I'm okay with it. They can claim it. You're going to shut that down to some little town in Argentina, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, all right. nice. Um, all right. I'm joining the supporters group next season. Yeah. Well, for sure, but they ran yeah, out of a spot. Yeah, today's price is not today's price, just so you know. <laughs> I, I have a video ready for that. I have a video ready for yeah, that. Today's price is not today's price. Great album. Uh, um, I got to so, go, guys. Y'all have a good one. I yeah. Oh, I, I, <laughs> no, I, I, we appreciate you joining. Just real quick, Calypso, if you, yes. everybody could follow him on La Ventanita. That's his YouTube channel. And yes. uh, Ventanita CF on Twitter. We appreciate you joining, Calypso. Thank you so much, guys. All right. Um, yeah, well, I mean, I know we're going to... I'm going to take off in a couple minutes when the game yeah. starts, guys. Just no, yeah, yeah, I know. We well, yeah, that's why we started at 7 well. o'clock. So, yeah. uh, I guess uh, I guess I'll end it with you two right here with this. Uh, and I'll start with, uh, with Ian. What is a successful season with Messi, like from here to October, 
and what would be a disappointment in your mind? Success is Open Cup win, at least making the semifinals of the League's Cup. I think that's attainable. Um, yeah. Making a, a decent run in the playoffs, I think, as well. Disappointment would be a loss tonight. I mean, if you, if you don't get past the the round of 16 in the League's Cup, I guess, and if you are in that 8-9 game. I, I don't think that there's any reason that this team, especially with we – I mean, we're all kind of dancing around, but we know that there's reinforcements on the way, right? So the team today yes. – after the messy signing is not going to be the team that we're talking about in August no and September. Way. So knowing that I, I think that, that I guess I'm a little more optimistic than just messy, but then even if I'm not, you just added the greatest player in the world. So, I mean, <laughs> to a league that gets, sure. you know, crapped on all the time for not being as, as good as what people say, I, I think it's a lot better than what people say, but if it's as bad I, as I, what you know, the Euro snobs want to say, Messi should be scoring what ten goals a game. I mean, <laughs> I think that that's ridiculous. But but obviously, I, I think that this team should. Yeah, th- there's no reason to think that this is not a transformative signing. It is the greatest yeah. signing in the history of the league. I mean, in my lifetime, I've been covering this team since I was old enough to walk. Uh, yeah. And so I, I think that that yeah, absolutely, this is the greatest signing in the history of the league. And and I think that that absolutely you should expect greatness from this. Yeah. Uh, well, Ian, I agree hundred percent. Ian, thank you for joining. Okay, go ahead, Chris. Greatest sign no, in would... the history of the the sport in America. I mean, it's even for more sure. spectacular than than Pele going to New York. I mean, this is one of yeah. the greatest things to happen for American sports. Totally yes, agree. More people exposed to the sport because we all know. Yeah, that's kind now, of the biggest issue right now. Now, Ian, if you could just do us a favor, just let everybody know where they can find you, where they can find the Heroin Outlet podcast, and, uh, and let them know. Give them the deets. Yeah, we, we specifically delayed. So tomorrow afternoon, we got, our, we got the next episode coming out for the Heroin Outlet. Oh, so you'll get all of us. What? That's a good job. Yeah, no, we, yeah. we delayed on purpose. And unfortunately, it was I, I I was getting Twitter fingers for a while, getting getting antsy on it. But we have a new new episode dropping tomorrow. Uh, the Heron Outlet on Twitter, on Instagram, TikTok, Twitch, all that stuff, and the Substack, uh, where you get all the in depth analysis and and away days stuff that that's going on with with all of my Inter Miami's road games. The Heronoutlet.substack.com, and follow Alex awesome. Austin. Uh, Andres as well. Um, you can find all of them online on Twitter. They're they're awesome. They they run this whole thing. I'm so thankful for them as well. All right. Well, thank you again, Ian, for taking the time, and we will catch you uh, tomorrow night. All right, guys. Vamos. All right. All right. Have a good one, Ian. And all so, right, Jay. And I guess you could pose the same question to Jay. No. Yeah, Jay, Jay, Jay's gonna gonna be real with it. What's going on, Jay? What are you thinking? Uh, mine, mine's much more simple. Uh, what's a success is is making the playoffs in my mind. What's a failure is not making the playoffs. Okay, um, it's it's that easy. Uh, I'm not I'm not expecting us to win the MLS Cup this year. Um, you know, I'm not even gonna put too much weight into a trophy really outside of you know the Open Cup. If we do make it past this round, Cincinnati is a really tough team, even with a, a you know just getting messy. That's still oh, a really sure. tough team to play. I think it, that's the it, best team me, in the East by far. Yeah, for me, it's the same thing with like fantasy football, right? It's it's yeah. easier to win the championship at the end of the season if you make the playoffs than finish the entire season, number one. And for me, it's more of the long race. Can we improve? Can we start climbing uh, the Eastern standards again and, and, and standings rather? And uh, and that's going to be it for me, really. Yeah. 
So if we end the season like we did last year with that first round exit, you're still good? You still think it was a success? Uh, I'm still going to take it as a success for where we are right now. Bottom bottom of the yeah. East, right? The third worst no, in, the, in the league. And I mean, God yeah. forbid we had to play the, the 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 two teams that are, you know, worse off in the league than us because it'd be a you might lose those yeah. even. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, man, the only way to go is up from here. So if we can claw our 100%. way out of 15th into the playoffs, I'll take that. If we can make a run, wow. I mean, that's cherry on top. I agree I mean, with we're that. Points that's, out of ninth place. Yeah, I agree with that point because it's like you said, the only way to go, you know, from here is up, right? I mean, we can't get any worse than where we're at. So, I mean, it's, it's the sky's the limit for this team, especially after signing one of the greatest players that we've ever seen play the sport. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, Jay, let everybody know where they can find you. And again, we appreciate you taking the time. Yeah. Uh, right up here, section 131, <laughs> behind that last stand. That's where my, that's where my cot is now. Uh, check us out, man. We're on, you know, Instagram at Enter MIA Podcast. Uh, on, sorry, I messed it up. Twitter is at Enter MIA Podcast. Instagram is at Enter Miami Podcast. We're available anywhere you get your podcasts. It's distributed everywhere Apple, Spotify, Google, stitcher 18 others i've never heard of nor use but we're out there if you do use them so check us out and he does the show with uh with a with a viking so it's a very interesting back and forth do this show with a viking with mr than harrington um he's gonna be i'm sure very active tonight on social media just given the fact he he works a third shift job so it's uh it's gonna be non-stop uh you reach out to us man you know join the discord you guys already both know about that it is a really I mean, there's so many great things we've done covering this team, yeah. and I love going to the games and interacting with the community. That's probably the, the one for me is trying to push the sports to new level and do everything we can to, sure. to embolden yeah. this community and, and just make it as inclusive and acquire as many fans as we possibly can. And one of the, the kind of finer points of that that not a ton of people are aware of is the Discord because – uh, you know, it's jumping every single minute of every day. There's conversations going on in, in all the channels. So to all the new uh, new fans we have acquired today, we're probably going to initiate that before Messi, after Messi tag on there. Yep. But, uh, you know, reach out to us, either Twitter, or Instagram. We'll get you a link set up to come in the, uh, the Discord. And uh, it's a really good time. And get to meet cool people like Daniel and Chris. Yeah, yeah. yeah, man, it, it's always jumping, like you said. Sometimes I gotta, I gotta step away because sometimes you kind of get lost in those conversations. No, but yeah, it's yes. always a good time, and uh, and I wanted to just shout you out also because you guys were the first podcast I started listening to because I was watching into Miami. I was season ticket holder from day one, but I was never really into listening to podcasts. And when I finally did, looked up into Miami, you guys were the first ones to pop up. So I've been listening to you guys forever. So appreciate you and all the work you guys have been doing. Well, thank you for the uh, continued support. Yeah, man. And, I, and I'll tell uh, you this much, and, and, and bef- I know you're going to ask me if there's anything I want to add for sure, Danny. I And talking about that, you know, the, the podcast universe, right? I mean, we have a couple comments here. Kata, uh, best Inter-Miami-verse episode. Um, Jay Vasquez kicks in as well. Great show, great guest. Like this format, Inter-Miami Roundtable. I love this episode. The fact that we're able to gather everybody that's from the podcast universe and be able to get everybody involved. This is more familial than, than people can imagine. Uh, it's a shame we couldn't get Miami uh, uh, football, Miami TV with Peter Brown on. Uh, but this was a great episode. And for those of you that stuck around and hung out with us, I, we definitely appreciate it. It doesn't go unnoticed. Well, OJ, again, I appreciate you taking the time. And uh, you guys are going to be dropping an episode tomorrow. Uh, we're going to be recording tomorrow. Uh, we were kind of okay. trying to 
trying to work around the hecticness of everything going on. Yes. But um, again, Thane works a, a night shift job and uh, I signed at a, a, a soccer team meeting. So uh, we were playing on tomorrow. I was like, hey, maybe we should do it tonight. Kind of got complicated. He was about to do it, but then you fellas reached out and I was like, this will suffice. Yes. Well, well we appreciate you taking the time. And again, uh, we'll, we'll catch your episode uh, Friday, I'm assuming. Friday morning, it will drop, give you the entire weekend. And uh, man, it's going to be a fun ride this season. I'll tell you what. For sure. All right. Well, thank you very much, Jay. And uh, we'll catch you up uh, later on on Discord. Yeah, exactly. I'll see you boys in 10 minutes. Yeah. All right. <laughs> later, guys. Later. All right, Chris. So now down to two battered herons. Chris, I really I mean we've been talking to everybody else. I kind of want to get what your thoughts were when you heard the news. Listen, it was it's been crazy, right? I mean, yesterday there was the rumblings, everybody was going kind of hectic online. Uh, today it, it, it felt, it felt as real as it could ever be. And it, and even looking at some of the tweets, it's like, I can't believe you and I spoke. It's like, I can't believe this is really happening. I couldn't believe it either. I st there's still some doubt in my mind now, but yes, like, yeah, we're there, you know? Yeah. So finally mm -hmm. we don't have to worry about the whole, uh, avoiding the messy. We don't have to talk about messy. I mean, it's a, Finally, we can be able to speak. No, bring it on. And, bring it on. Yeah. Now, now it's all day messy. Uh, I'm not going to, I promise I'm not going to dismiss any of you guys. If you guys want to talk about messy, now we can officially, officially talk about messy. It's official tissue, baby. Yeah. No, it, it, it's great. And it's still almost hard to believe. Some people were comparing it to LeBron when he said he was going to come play at South Beach. But this is yeah. so much bigger because oh, LeBron God, was big huge. in the United States and in the NBA, but he stayed in the country. He stayed in the same league. We're getting what well, I know some people in the in the in the chat were saying that he's not the best, might be the second or third best of all time. We're getting one of the greatest of all time in a sport that's well over a century old to come and join our team. Like I still have to pinch myself. Like when I got the news, I didn't know what to say. You and I were talking like we should record right now. And I was like, I, I'm kind of speechless. I really don't know what yeah. to say because I've never had like I I started the whole battered fans thing because I never expect anything to go right for me. So getting <laughs> this player on the team that I root for and I have season tickets for, it's almost it's surreal. So I, 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 I'm really excited and I, I kind of wanted to get your, your thought. What do you think would be a success or a failure in this season uh, now that we have Messi? Uh, I, I, think, I think failure is not making the playoffs. Because I will take the ninth seed. I'll take the eighth seed, right? I mean, I guess people can consider that a failure, and I can see where, where it comes from. Um, but I, I just want equal or better. I want equal or better, especially for the first season. If, you know, when Messi signs on the dotted line, he'll play half a season, or I guess a little bit more than half, uh, or le less than half. Uh, next season, of course, the, the expectations are going to be even grander. So if we're talking about this season, I just want equal or better from what we had last year. That's that's success in my eyes. I, I, I could agree with that. I think the easiest thing to say is failure. I think if we do not make the playoffs, I think for sure that is a major failure, especially when nine teams out of 15 make it. 100% yeah. that would be a major failure. Right now we're only six points out of that ninth place, place spot. Yeah. So for sure, you should be able to make up six points with the greatest player of all time and a couple extra players coming in the summer transfer window. So I agree that as a failure, as success, 
yes, either the Open Cup or the League's Cup so that you can get into the Champions League because getting into the Champions League next year with Messi on your team, that's a oh. movie all in itself. So I would definitely want Messi to be a part of Champions League. And don't be surprised if MLS or Konkakov figures out a way to kind of move things around to make sure that Messi's part of that that tournament somehow. They'll, they'll add about in the, the top four teams or top five teams or the nine best East teams. They'll figure out a way to get Messi in that tournament. But I want to see him like, in that tournament. And maybe like we talked about on the phone, maybe he, the, the MLS might David Stern in. <laughs> yeah, with the, bent, yeah, with the bent envelope. Yes. All right. Well, I, I do think that. Um, I know that we had a lot of new listeners on. We, I saw a lot of new names. And uh, so we appreciate anybody that was listening. If you haven't already, please like and subscribe to the channel. Uh, I know that this, this fan base is going to grow. And I know a lot of people were against it. They said that that's the one thing they didn't want for Messi to rise. They didn't want the bandwagon fans to join. I'm all for yeah. it, man. I, I want to see that the electricity at the stadium. I want to see Inter Miami shirts everywhere I go, whether it be Arkansas or I don't know, uh, in the Philippines. I want to see Inter Miami everywhere. That is my club. I know a lot of people have like a European club and then Inter Miami is their second club. Now, Inter Miami is my club. I want to see it everywhere. I want to see it well represented. I want to see it do well. And I, I, can't, I am, I, it's hard to put into words how happy I am right now with Messi. So much so that I don't know. I don't know if I could wait till next Monday to record again. So we'll see if we jump back on here at some point. Maybe something else break. Maybe we get into Tata Martino a little more. But until then, again, we appreciate you guys watching. For everybody listening on the audio, we appreciate you listening all the way to the end. And those of you that have been with us for a very long time, we appreciate you sticking with us through the hard times. And, uh, and I mean, only one way to go right now, right? Up. So let's hope we get this open cup win today so that we can make the semifinals and Messi will be there and we'll see how what we do Chris anything else for the people until next time bitches thank you for following us brother wow that's how that's how we're uh we're leaving off our, our new followers all right thank you guys <laughs> for joining that is Chris you'll get to know him a little better and uh we'll catch you hopefully the heat win tonight and and enter Miami also it's, it's just yes look if enter Miami wins, wins tonight, all around and, and and the Heat go 2-1 in the finals, Miami might explode. It might it explode. Might. It might explode. All right. Well, until then, we'll catch you guys on the next one. Peace. Later, guys.